come with me, we're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I... I am Matt. And I'm Kimbra. And welcome is what Bon Beanie means to this episode. We are going to have fun today. Uh, this is going to be a little different than our normal podcast, just in the sense that uh, we're going to interact more with our people in the in the chat today, because we just kind of wanted to do that, because we kind of missed hanging out with them the last couple of weeks. We had a lot of fun with some guests, which was awesome, but, you know, I felt like we didn't get enough enough people time with the people in the chat. So I like the people. So we're going to, I think it's still going to be a good time though. If you're just listening to this audio version and you're like, Oh, I think it's going to be good. Cause we're going to try some fun stuff. And uh, I think you'll still, I think you'll still enjoy it. So yeah. Stacy says he loves a theme song. It is a great theme song. Let's, let's throw some love out to our theme song writer. And singer. <laughs> that would be Tom who works the aquarium with us. And, um, yeah, we, we want to get Tom on. He was actually on a Disney cruise the week before Debbie and the other stones were on Disney. Like they literally got off the ship and the stones got on the ship. And uh, and so we were like, oh, we had already said we're going to put the stones on to talk about this. <laughs> He's thinking it's like the Rolling Stones. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. And, uh, or the Flintstones. The, or the other stones. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, <laughs> so we didn't, we didn't want to double down on the same like cruise essentially, right. but we do want to get Tom on here because he's a quite the entertaining guy. He's done a lot of like land travel and stuff. Like he has. He's, he's gone to St. Thomas a couple and, times. I and think. he's a professional pirate. That's true. That's true. He's literally a professional pirate. Like he, you can see him in Orlando right now doing piratical things. Oh, is he doing that right now? I believe it's happening oh, at, cool. at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. He's been on stage over there doing some stuff, things and stuff. Hey, are there any group cruises coming up and how would I book one? Kevin counts wants to know, can you help him out? <laughs> I can, you know what, Kevin, there is a group cruise coming up. That would be the fantastic group cruise, March 12th, 2023 on the carnival pride out of Tampa. And do you know where it's going, Matt? I think it's going to grand Cayman mahogany Bay and Roatan Belize in Belize and Cozumel in Mexico. I think you are absolutely right. <laughs> that is where this group cruise is going. And do you know how one can book this group cruise? I think they can send an email to fantastictravel at gmail.com. You are right again. Wow, Matt. Yeah. So if you want to join us on this group cruise, we want to have you. And you know you do. And guess what? I pulled the banner down so I could point. <laughs> Speaking of pointing, can I just point out that Stacy and Meg, they have some weird stuff happening. They think I changed my hat. Matt, did you swap hats or am I losing my mind? And uh, Meg said, I thought the same thing. I, I, Meg says she thinks the other one was gold. I, I don't Depending on the lighting of her computer, it could be. Maybe it's like that dress. Um, <laughs> you know, is it blue or is it black? 
or or maybe I did swap it out. And well done to you, Stacy, for picking up on that. I told Kimber, I said, I'm going to switch my hat during the intro and see if anybody notices. Are you really surprised? Good on you. Are you really surprised that they noticed that? No. I, well, I mean, it, it, I feel like they no. notice things that I don't notice. Well, probably. And hey, we got, speaking of the Down Cruisers, we've got uh, Sean and possibly Alana. We said we were going to start a little early so maybe we actually oh, get right, out of here so right. we can hang out with the down cruisers Sean and Alana. welcome so yeah or just sean or just alana whoever's actually on here i you know it's it well i don't know they're they're are they, they're a package deal even if even if it's just one of them if we say anything good or bad they'll tell the other one so well i mean here's the thing whenever <laughs> whenever you're like typing to people i'm always right next to you like mm. paying attention mm. i'm not on there chatting so it could be the same situation Look, paul vines is asking is your hair pink or purple well so is it key or k it's supposed to be purple um but it's kind of faded into like a pinky purple it's kind of gone fuchsia i'm i need to redo it it's I'm, having a fuchsia reactor i don't reaction. dislike it but it's not what it what it should be <laughs> it's fine so yeah we got a lot of people in the house does it look different on yours it looks i mean it's the light is changing it it's yeah. like it's like one of those cars where <laughs> the light hits it and it's green and it's purple sean it's not said it's sean bad. it's sean okay well well that's okay we we love both of the down under cruisers equally so uh we will take any and all that we can get now the kind of topic of this podcast is the fact that we did book that cruise on the paradise which is leaving in how many days 26 i think it's 26 some amount of hours and i'll tell you once i get it pulled up is 26 it, days 14 hours and 57 minutes so that's that's almost 27 days but that's also starting at noon i think that's when that starts off at yeah. noon so i'm just gonna throw this out here because sean wasn't here for this so um thank you sean and check mm -hmm. out that banner scrolling across the bottom <laughs> <laughs> um well go ahead what were you saying that was it oh that okay. was the end of my sentence <laughs> all right fabulous so we're going to talk a little bit about that but really um we're just looking to chat with you guys so uh I don't know. Has anyone out there been on the paradise that's in our, that's in our chat right now? I wonder if anybody has, because the paradise seems like it's very strictly a, a Tampa ship. Like, yeah, I, I've been at the aquarium like almost 10 years. And I think, I think the paradise has been sailing out of it for most, if not all of that time kevin says kind of exclusive paradise was uh his first carnival there ship. we go cool where kevin where did you where did you sail from and to on the paradise and how long was it yes how long of a cruise was it um see now you're just putting peer pressure on sean to to comment about the background there i'm i'm sorry for the pressure <laughs> sean please forgive me uh yeah so we're going on this cruise. It's it's only it's it's a mere four night cruise, which I know the down in the cruisers are like, oh yeah, you poor babies only get to go on four night cruises. That's four more nights than we've gone on. It that that'll be remedied soon <laughs> with the next group cruise that we're going on, which is in October, which is going to be eight nights. Yeah, I know you're you're just distracting me. It's <laughs> I have so many great things happening here. <laughs> 
That is us and more spikers. And of course, down under cruisers, group cruise. And it's also going to be the initial helping hands for cruising cruise that will get our man Kenneth out there on the high seas. So banners too small needs, need more cowbell. Oh boy. Welcome Todd. Glad you're here to join us. Oh, check this out. Okay. Paradise was based in Long Beach circa 2010. Oh. So that was, I started at the aquarium in, I guess it was 2012. So I don't know for sure if the Paradise was at the aquarium when I started, because I was a mere infant to cruising at that point. But, um, but I think it was. So that must have just come to Tampa. If not, then within the first couple of years that I worked there, it came to Tampa because I think I went on it around that time, actually. I don't know. My first two cruises were on the Paradise. I've been on it twice. I enjoyed it so much. I repeated it the next year. My phone's not in here. But yeah, yeah, it's a good ship. I mean, it's a fantasy class ship. Maybe some of you have been on other fantasy class ships. I know there's not as many left, but... Um, that, you know, they're older ships, but, and they're smaller, but they're, they really are uh, a lot of fun and they're, they're a good size. Like I like those fantasy class oh, ships. Meg said that she sailed out of Tampa on the Miracle. Yes. Well, I mean, that is, that is an amazing ship, the Miracle. Yes. And, I, and that, that I've is, also done that. Yes. And, and when you go on the pride, if you haven't been on the pride, Meg, that the Pride and the Miracle, very, very well, similar Meg ships. Well, will be on the Pride. Well, I know she will, but I'm just saying, if that's what I'm saying, if she hasn't been on the Pride previous to now, she'll experience that, which will be similar to it. To it. Todd says, uh, just drove 12 hours from Minnesota to Michigan, not for fun, but to move a child home. Chicago traffic sucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll take LA. Oh, LA, better than... Los Angeles traffic over Chicago traffic. That's interesting. Wow. I have driven in Chicago and I still have like PTSD from that. But um, I, I've always just assumed LA, you hear LA traffic is supposed to be a nightmare, but I've never been there. So I'm just going by hearsay. When I went to LA, we didn't run into a lot of traffic. I don't know if we drove around when it was like high traffic time, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So um, okay, so we're on this cruise. Um, it's four nights, right? So the, it's going to Cozumel, which we'll, we'll probably talk about that a little bit. But uh, we had a dilemma. Okay, so we've got two sea days and one port stop, right? So, we, you know, if you follow us and stuff, you know, we don't normally get the drink package because we don't drink that much. I mean, there's, there's days on a cruise ship where the drink package would pay off, but the whole duration of the cruise... Not really, especially if we have a port stop and we have one. So, well, so here's the here's the thing. We did we did the math, or more likely, we put it in our cart to see what the cost of the drink package would be for us to do on this cruise, and it costs almost the same as the cruise. Yeah, it was like close to six hundred bucks, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So we're like, "Uh, I mm, mm, no, because we won't like. Technically, we have two sea days and we have the first day. Mm-hmm. And then we have we have most of the evening on Cozumel. But still, like, Kimber and I are, are like, on a, a heavy drinking day, we might have five or six drinks, I think. Yeah. And, and on a normal drinking day, we'll have one or two. And on some other days, we don't have any. So um, 
it's hard for us to justify the drink package. We're never going to drink enough to, to justify that on a, a normal cruise that the, just the two of us are on. But, um, but we were trying to figure out, well, what should we do? Should we just say, okay, well, we're just going to budget for however many drinks we want to have. Um, and, and then I remembered, I remember the degenerate cruisers did this whole, like Jason did this whole, like, um, document, like a spreadsheet on the drink package and buying liquor, like buying a bottle of liquor for your room, which the, the downside to that is that you're drinking the same kind of liquor. I mean, you can buy other drinks, but, uh, and you have to go to your room technically to get more of it. Although I think we could bring a little flask or something oh, and sure. bring it with us and nobody would say anything. Ooh, I could find a cute flask. <gasps> Not right now. Okay. Not right now. Uh, <laughs> Hey Lisa, welcome. Um, and and so and so we started doing the math of that. So first of all, I don't know if any have any of you guys ever done that. Have you ever bought a bottle of liquor for the cruise? Um, and also, Stacy says they have 51 days until the Liberty eclipse to Alaska. I hope they get that barnacle problem sorted for you. Um, and. Stacy, uh, Todd wants to go on the celebrity. It's a bucket list. Meg says, got the cheers package for the first time. I'm on her July cruise. Okay. Let us know how that works out. <laughs> um, oh, hello, Lisa. <laughs> Hash, hashtag flask hype. <laughs> flask hype. Yes. There you go. It doesn't take much. And she's on Amazon. Like, what can I buy? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not much better, but um, anyway, so I don't know if you guys have bought a bottle of stuff, but we looked at the options and it's your pretty, it's pretty standard kind of liquor bottles and you're paying a lot for a bottle. Oh right? yeah. Like a lot. Like the lowest cost bottle I think was $75. Yeah. And then it just goes up from there. Right. Now these are a liter. It's a liter. So it's yep. a little bit more than a typical 750 milliliter. Like 250 milliliters right. more. So a quarter more, quarter more. Okay. That sounds, sounds better. Right. Yeah. Um, but we did the math and um, you can get like 22 jiggers or shots, which is a, an ounce and a half is a standard, I think, American shot. You get about 20, around 22 of those out of a liter. So that's 11 drinks. If you, if you make them a little weaker, like you just do one shot, then you can bump that up to like 33, right? So 33 drinks between the two of us over, let's say, three days. Or even... Even 22 drinks between the tw two of us is 11 drinks each yeah. over the three days. Yeah. So we can bring our own soda on. We can bring canned beverages on. And so we were going to do that uh, to some degree, but now we might do that more if we decide to buy this bottle. So here, but we didn't know what kind of liquor, because we want to get something that we both like, right? Because we'll probably still have some drinks on the deck, but it's like this way we can, we can walk around with like a, a rum and Coke or something like that. So we looked and saw what kind of rum they had. And they they, they had like Bacardi Silver. Mm -hmm. They had Bacardi Lyman. Uh -huh. And, they, and had they, had, they had Malibu, but she's not a big coconut fan. And then they had this one, which is called uh, Bruegel Anejo, which is from the DR. Put that up there. And um, it's going to be, there we go. And, and neither one of us had ever had this. So we did a quick Google. 
for it and found out we could get it at Total Wine for like 15 bucks. <laughs> so it's 80 on the ship, but it's $15 <laughs> to buy. So we went and we bought a bottle to see if we liked it. And, um, and that is a long way of telling you what we're drinking, which is uh, Coke Zero and Bruegel Anejo, uh, which is interesting because it's Dominican Republic. Well, I guess they speak Spanish in mm-hmm. VR, so that does make sense. Yeah, so we spent $15 on this bottle to see if we liked it, so we can go and spend $85 on the ship. But if you break it down, it comes to like $3, $4 a drink, not counting what you spent on the Coke, but that's Which is less, negligible. Yeah. So Which is I don't know. Less than probably what we would spend buying that many drinks. Right, because we figure a rum and Coke on board is probably going to run us about seven or eight bucks after tax and tip and all that stuff. So, so I'm thinking that's like 50% off and we can, we can get our little buzz rum buzz on. If we're getting crazy, we can do shots. We can do shots and then, and then we can have a few nice drinks as well and not break the budget. So yeah. Uh, Stacy's drinking great propel fitness water with Captain Morgan silver. I wish they had Captain Morgan. I like Captain Morgan spiced rum. This is yeah. actually though. I think this is better than I, Captain Morgan spiced rum. I actually like this it's, quite a bit. It's pretty good. I was skeptical. I'm like, it's fifteen dollars. What's it going to taste like? I I think it's pretty good stuff. Um, it's not as good as our Papa's Pilar from the Keys, but I it mean, also doesn't cost as much. It doesn't cost 45, 50 bucks for a bottle. So, you know, I mean, that bottle's still worth $50 because it, it's delicious. It is, yeah. it is. I don't, I don't know how I feel about the string on there. Like, I don't know why that's, I, I guess, like it. I mean, I guess it's biodegradable. It's fine. I need to get off, get off of that problem. But um, yeah. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Does that, do you think we should do that? Should we buy a bottle of liquor? Or should we just buy drinks as we need them? What what do you what would you guys what would you huh. do? Stacy said pour your alcohol into a wine bottle and recork and seal it. Oh my gosh, Matt, I can take my wine. Oh, that's true. I don't know if you can bring a wine bottle on there if it's seal's been broken though. No, it has to, I think it well, the cork has to be in there. Well, you can get the cork back in, but I guess it'd have a you, you can put a, a fresh whole, cork in there. I guess. Um, but I don't know if it's got to have like the foil on no, it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how that works. But I can just take wine. I like that wine. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. So yes. And I know somebody was talking about my my Gilman Tiki. I love my Gilman Tiki. He's awesome. <laughs> I wish we would have gotten that tiki cup on the Mardi Gras. Yeah. They were sold out by the time we got that to yeah. them. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know we could just sneak it on, but we don't, I'm just not, I don't, I'm not judging people that do that, but I don't, I'm just not going to do that myself. I just don't feel like I'm not even saying that I haven't participated when somebody else snuck it on, but um, it's not really a thing that I want to do. But um, so, you know, 80 bucks, whatever. Oh, Stacy says, by the way, celebrity is canceling the May 22nd cruise to put the eclipse in a dry dock to clean the barnacles. Yes. Uh. Yes. They need to do that. <laughs> Gina, my boss dumped out his Listerine and filled it with Morgan years ago. Yeah. I, I know some people who I will not mention their names who um, filled some shampoo bottles with fireball. And they did that 
well, they don't really cruise anymore, but when they did, um, they did that on the regular. And you can, you can buy like shampoo and sunscreen, um, like flask bottles that look like shampoo bottles and sunscreen bottles. Um, yeah. And let's just say it, it makes it through. Yeah. You've, you've had a little experience with that, haven't you? Yeah. (laughs) I put the kibosh on that anyway. Uh, yeah, Meg, I mean, here's the thing that's kind of weird is like I used to be a big beer drinker and now I'm I don't drink a lot of beer. Like I I prefer to have liquor. It's weird. I've changed in that regard. Um yeah, I I would be nervous honestly to sneak it on myself. Although I don't think I think the worst case scenario if you get caught, they just take it they away just from take you. It. It's not like they're going to like, you know, you have to go down to the the naughty room and and not the fun naughty room and, and, you know, no. be like, I'm when, sorry. When, I'm when sorry. Ashley and Josh were down here to go on their cruise and they stayed with us and we went to John's pass and they bought all that wine. Mm. You remember that? And they put yeah. it on their, their luggage. Yeah. They, and then yeah. they got to their room and opened their bag and it was like, we took your wine. Yeah. And they <laughs> didn't give it back. They didn't give it back. They just took it. And because they didn't have it in their carry on. They, yeah, they didn't realize. Which I should have reminded them of that because it was Ashley's second cruise, Josh's first cruise. So, but yeah, that sucked because they had just bought that wine specifically for it. Um, do they allow beer cakes to be brought on the ship? Not by, not by people, just passengers. I don't think. No. <laughs> uh, and Paul, Paul Carnival ran out of beer on my only cruise. What kind of cruise was that? Was <laughs> it like, was it like a heavy drinking cruise or were they just really ill prepared? <laughs> <laughs> that's just crazy that's crazy that's crazy all right so so i don't know we're probably gonna try it and then we'll see what happens yeah i mean i'm i don't know if it's i don't know if it's an 85 dollar bottle of liquor liquor i can't you're you can't look I at can't it as your your yes you're paying a lot more you can't look at it that way you just have to look at it like this is just it's still I mean, cheaper than I'm, I'm ready to just go ahead and do it. Give me the go and I'll buy yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, there's no, we don't have to rush to buy it. We could buy it. Well, like, I know. I think, I don't know if you have to buy it before you get on board or not. Yes. You do. Yeah. Okay. So there's something, there's something that you have to get it done before that. Oh, something also that I learned recently that I was misinformed about is speaking of bringing cans on board. Um, I was under the impression, which was incorrect that, you could bring cans on board and they had to be in the cardboard container they were sold in. Some of you probably already knew that was wrong, but in case you were like me and you were misinformed, that is not true. They do have to be in cans or I think cartons, maybe something that can't be opened and resealed, but you can put them in your, it's got to be in your carry on, but you can put them in your backpack. Um, You could just carry them individually. You could mix and match. All that is fine. So uh, Sean says, I'd rather buy a bottle of wine on board than, than buy the glass. Oh, I'd rather bo- buy a bottle of, bo- I'd rather bottle. I'm just going to stop. You know what? I'd rather buy a bottle of wine on board than buy, buy the glass. I'd rather buy a bottle of wine on board. Than- oh, gotcha. Okay. There are some wine packages you can get on carnival. If you're a whiny guy, uh, that gives you a bit, a little bit better deal on the wine. You get it for like, like, a, I think it's like a certain number of bottles or something that you get. 
um, I don't know. My my buddy Mark and Kelly they did it one time, and then they had they had way more wine than they needed because they were just drinking it at dinner, and then they ended up with all this extra wine and stuff. Anyway, uh, Kevin, I got called down to the naughty room to answer for the alcohol in my luggage. It was sunscreen. Yet they still managed to treat me like a criminal, even after they saw it was sunscreen. Well, that's crap, Kevin. <laughs> that is not cool of them at all because. If they did that to me, I, I would be pissed. I would be pissed if I went down there. I would be okay with it. But after I showed them that it was legit sunscreen, if they treated me like like I had done something wrong, I'd be like, somebody did something wrong. Do I need to get a mirror? Because it isn't me. That would that would annoy me. That would definitely annoy me. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. So that's our drinks. What's next? I was trying to be quiet to give you an opportunity. I don't have anything at the okay. moment. All right. So we are going to Cozumel. So what have you guys done in Cozumel? If you've been to Cozumel, what have you done? What did you like to do? We are looking at two possibilities, which both involve scuba diving. So for us, it's a little different than some people. But I am curious what people do in, in Cozumel. I know there's so much to do there. We're trying to decide between booking a two-tank dive, which is like 94 bucks, which is a pretty good price for a two-tank dive. In the Keys, if you did that. It's 110. 110. Okay. It's still a good price. Yeah. That includes your gear. Uh, in the Keys, you'd be looking at at least 150 for that experience. And it's going to be better reefs in Cozumel, quite frankly. So that or going to Chonkanob, spending the day at Chonkanob, but doing a scuba dive there which i think we'd probably only do one dive then it'd be a shore dive and we tried to find out if we can just rent gear and dive on our own in chonkanob or if we have to go with a guide and they emailed back with exactly what it had on their website which was not helpful and then we emailed them back well, and tried to specify we, and they we, haven't returned we our emailed email with two very specific questions yes and they ignored them so fine maybe they didn't understand so we replied to that reply that didn't actually answer our questions with the two specific questions again and never heard back no no there's probably a language barrier there i would suspect possibly although the the response was in pretty well-written english better than i can speak yeah but it's, but it's probably somebody like wrote that and that's just their standard oh that could be copy paste yeah, that could I have be, a lot of copy-paste answers when people send me stuff. That, that's that's fair. That's fair. So we don't know. If anybody out there has gone scuba diving at Chonkanob and you have those answers, I've done a lot of research trying to find answers and like chat boards and stuff. I, I, I can't get a clear answer. Uh, everybody I can find has dove with a guide, which I'm not opposed to diving with a guide, except that I know Chonkanob does beginner scuba and no offense to anybody that's a beginning scuba diver, but I don't want to go with the beginning scuba diver group because I've been snorkeling around and seeing these people diving and, and Hey, I, I get it. They haven't gone through training and stuff and I'm glad they're having the experience, but I don't want to have to deal with that. I want to, I want to just be able to, you know, spend my time yeah. enjoying it and not waiting for somebody that doesn't know how to control their buoyancy because it's something you have to practice. Um, so Anyway, uh, Stacy loves Mr. Sancho's. I know that's a really popular place. 
but next time they're going to try Paradise Beach. I have, You've I have been that. to both of those. You've done both of those. I have. I forgot you did Sancho's. I did. I did the non-all-inclusive side. Okay. So Mr. Sancho's has the two sides. So you can do the all-inclusive. Right. Or we did the non-all-inclusive and we bought a couple of drinks and we had some nachos. And then we just, we actually also did the uh, parasailing, which I know you won't do. No, I won't do that. But yes. Big, and then I also, baby. I've done Paradise Beach. We did the twister boat to Paradise Beach. Um, and it was great. If you like beaches. Um, and drinking, which is popular, yeah, and that's what people like about Mr. Sanchez, right? Yeah. Food, good food, good drink, and nice beach, yep. and then and all and inclusive. Then it's a good price due to the number of drinks that I may or may not have had. I spent <laughs> a lot of money at Del Sol afterward. There you go, there you go. So that's where they get you. <laughs> that's where they get you. So, and those would be a lot of fun, I'm sure, but we we wouldn't do underwater things, but. Uh, but we are thinking about, we're starting to think about our group cruise. So we're going to have some divers and non-divers with us. And so we're definitely going to scuba at one, maybe two port stops. Um, we're probably definitely going to either snorkel or scuba at one, as well as we're going to dive at one. But we're probably going to dive in Grand Cayman, I think. Yeah. I think that's our plan. And of course, people on our group cruise can do whatever they, they want, but we're hoping that some of them will want to do some of this stuff with us. And so Cozumel is one of those ports where we're kind of looking at it going, maybe we should do Sancho's or something like that. Like that might be a fun activity to do on the group cruise. Yeah. Um, not sure. Um, we've got a couple of things. Uh, hello, Scott. Hey, Scott. I was going to say Scott's Scott's here. The yeah, professor but, travel, but I'm speaking now. Okay. I'm just kidding. Um, Stacy mentioned a wine. That's good. Um, oh yeah. Scotto. Albertoni, 2019, California. You like Moscato? I do like Moscato. I thought you did. It's a sweet white. Um, Dan is on. Hello, Dan. And um, Sean is saying stuff. Like, okay, saying, look, okay. Sean. Okay, okay, let me let me clarify here, buddy. <laughs> I know he's just teasing. Now I'm offended. I believed that you were wholeheartedly. Behind Ilana, I know this isn't actually selling for Australia. That accent. sounds nothing like him. And I learning <laughs> dive with you as our teacher. I can't teach you to dive. I'm not. I'm not qualified to be. I'm not a dive instructor. I am all in favor of snorkeling with people and helping them on our group cruise, especially. Yes. That is different because I usually have a lot of time instead of a very limited amount of time to scuba dive, and um, and I don't know those people. If I know the people. I have a different attitude. So, and, and again, I, 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 uh, I know he's kidding, but, um, but I am all for beginning scuba diver courses. I think they're a lot of fun. Yeah. I think that's a great thing to do if you haven't been scuba diving and you want to find out if you like it, that is a great way to experience it and, and see, because you can learn enough to actually scuba dive in shallow water with a dive master and stuff. And, uh, and then you're going to either go, this is awesome. I'm hooked. Or you're going to be like, that was terrifying. I never want to do that again. And, um, and I encourage you guys to do that. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. All right. Uh, did you say, you said hello to Dan? I said hi to Dan and Scott. And I think those were the two newest ones that have popped in. Dan likes your hair. Thank you, Dan. Um, yeah. So. So yeah, so Cozumel, but I'm curious what other people do because I know Sancho's is big. I know 
Um, what's the other one? The Nachi uh, Kakom yep. is big. And I know I'm a big fan of Chonkanob. Um, some people like Chonkanob. Um, but what else do people do in Cozumel? I know that Paradise Island, I know is something some people it's do. Like the the uh, Mayan ruins. Right. But stuff. I'm but I'm curious. Like, yeah, like I know what people do, but but I want to know from them what they do. Oh, Scott also loves your hair. My hair? Yeah. That's because we have the same hair, right? Scott's got a similar hairline to me, doesn't he? Yeah, his hair is very similar to yours. Yeah, so there you go. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing I'm sucking is this rum and coke. Yeah. (laughs) Sean knows I love him. Um, We're only only teasing each other. Um, Yes, thank you. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. We gotta stick together. Bald is beautiful, and he's got the facial. I was gonna hair say too. maybe he's talking about your facial hair. Could be. Mine's getting a little shaggy. I'm gonna have to trim this sucker Where, down. I was looking at you the other day across from somewhere, and I noticed it. Yeah, you told me I looked. I know. I said it in front of a bunch of people. Yeah. When thanks. and where was that? I don't, I don't remember. Because usually I'm not sitting you're across like, you're from you. You're looking scruffy or something. Is that what you said? Scruffy. Shaggy. Shaggy. So you're looking a little shaggy. Shaggy. Okay. Yeah. Well, whatever. I mean, no, it, no, it is. No, it is. And, and, and now in the last year or two, I'm getting a lot more gray in the beard. I have this fear that it's going to turn all white and I'm going to look like Santa Claus, but like my dad, like your dad, your dad doesn't look like Santa. Claus. No, but he's got white hair. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. My dad does not have all white hair and my mom's is even salt and peppery. I think. Yeah. It's Cause it, well, I know you get, I know you get your hairline from your mom's father genetically. Oh, really? Yes. Because my dad still has a pretty full head of hair. and From my mom's father. Your Pat- mother's father. Okay. Well, it doesn't Pat- matter for you so much. You're not going to lose your hair because you're female. Most, no, I but I was thinking about color. Oh, I don't know if the I don't know if the color thing is genetic oh, on that side. Like, I just know the the hair like, losses. Nan's hair is like white, my white, grandpa, white. My mom's dad lost his hair early. And <laughs> so did I. Pap's, Pap's hair is kind of a darker gray. Hmm. Um. Hmm. Yeah. Kevin has never been to Cozumel, but we'll go to Nachi Cocom when they do. I. You know. Uh, whoops. I I've heard that Nachi Cocom is really nice, and some people prefer Nachi Cocom because I think they control the number of people that go there. Um, so it's a little bit quieter place. That's my understanding. I could be wrong on that because I have not been to to either. But everybody seems to like both of those. And then uh, what's Scott saying? Clippers are my friend on the beard side. And since COVID, I have let my hair grow more. Currently, I have shoulder length, not short anymore. Oh, huh. does he have? Does he have a receding hairline? I don't know. Do you ever see? Should I even ask you that? Uh, do his, you don't have to. His last comment too, because that's. Okay. Instead right. of, and then we'll go back to that. I also comments. inherited 40 pounds from the pandemic. <laughs> Haven't we all? Right. Haven't we all? Yes. Um, yeah. Stacy knows what I'm talking about. And he's got my hairline for sure. Uh, beard getting grayer by more gray by the day. I mean, I see now. Okay. There's two ways you can look at this. You can look at it as you're going the Santa Claus path or the Gandalf path. I'm going, I'm leaning towards Gandalf for myself. But that means as I get older, it's just going to, I'm going to have to go real long and dress like a wizard. What was the other option? Santa. Oh yeah. 
Kill with Gandalf, please. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway. Is there anything else about this cruise that we wanted to talk about? Or do you want to jump into the creature segment? Well, let's talk about the fact that we're doing something crazy. Like on Monday? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> this cruise is a fortnight. It leaves on Thursday um, and then comes back on a Monday. And we are leaving out of Tampa. We did that purposely so that we could take off as few days of work as possible, like so that we can save our wellness for more days off. Um, and so that we would be allowed to take the time. Right. Because we had so, to take the one day. So we're like, so the way we that, one more day. that the aquarium works is we have, I think, six or seven specified holidays that they basically force us to take off either that day or another day that week. Um, so they're not paying us for six days, which is fine. Um, that just means we have to take advantage of that. Um, so we celebrate or the aquarium celebrates world oceans day as one of their specified holidays. Um, so we are taking off another day that week that they would force us to take off anyway. And then we're taking one day of our wellness. And then when it gets back on Monday, we're getting off the ship and going to work. I mean, we'll already be parked in the parking lot. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So that'll be interesting. Um, we're supposed to be at work between like 8 and 8.30 is when we're supposed to start work. Approximately. Yeah. I mean, we can get away with probably 8.45 if we need to. Um, so I told my boss, I'm like, I'll probably be there by 8, but uh, it's possible I'll be a little bit later than normal. So, and then work a whole day. Yeah, that's gonna that'll, that'll be you know great. That's gonna be horrible. That'll be awesome. It'll be a long day. Yeah, it will. Very, very long day. But that's okay. We're only taking one <laughs> official day off of like our days off. Yeah. So four night cruise. Four night cruise. One day wellness, and technically you're only taking half a day. Yeah, I'm only doing half a day because of another thing. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. All right. That was everything. That was everything. Yes. There's nothing else? I don't think so. Okay. Let's, uh, you know, roll the, the yeah, cruise let's, creature and yeah, then tell them how it's going to work. Yeah, let's do that. We'll see what, what we get. Start thinking. Of so we thought we'd have a little bit of fun with the cruise creature. We'll see how well this works. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to ask you guys to name a cruise creature. And cruise creature can be very um, fluid term here. So as long as it's a, an animal, let's stick with animals. Um, preferably that you could see on a cruise somewhere in the world. But, you know, if you want to go out of left field, that's fine. And you have to say, you have to name one of us and then... Whoever you name with that cruise creature, we will say, if we can, three facts. Well, we'll say three things about that creature. One of them will be untrue. And then you guys will have to figure out which thing is untrue. If we can't give you three bits, which really technically we only need two bits of information, then um, then you've stumped us. So. Yeah. So, <laughs> so let's see. So, so. 
so what we need is is a cruise creature and um, one of us to to give you three bits of information about it. I'm gonna bring up notes so I can like write stuff down because my thing is if I start thinking about it and saying it, I'm gonna forget what I've come up with. Um, yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty cool thing. That's the nice thing about being a teacher. Scott's saying he gets he, combining all the holidays with with vacation time. Late December is always his friend. Yeah, that. <laughs> It kind of works out well. Oh, you already got one. Yeah. Well, you already got one. You got humpback whale. Okay. No, no, no. We're not. I got to think about it. You can't just throw <sighs> it to me. You can't research it, though. I'm not. I've got to oh, okay. write my three things okay. down. Okay. Now, remember, guys, you have to say which one of us you want to give you those three bits of information, too. So we got iguana and sloth. But who, who is going to give you that information about the iguana and the sloth? <laughs> We got to come up with this false one on the fly. So that's. I know. Um, oh, thanks a lot, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> um, Meg says sloth, Matt, iguana, Kimbra. Okay. Humpback whale, Kimbra. That's a, that's a zinger right there. Man. Why? Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, you already got her. You already got her. You want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. Cause I, I yeah, go go. Cause I'm thinking. I'm don't know anything about whales. All right, here we go. We're gonna go with sloth. Okay, so I'm gonna give you three bits of information about sloths. Uh, one of these is going to be inaccurate. All right, so here, here is the first bit of information about sloths. Sloths have a whole ecosystem of algae and other living things that live inside of their fur, and they're very important to the sloth. Okay, here's my second bit of information. Um, sloths have four offspring at a time, and they stay with their mother for about six months before they go off on their own. And my final bit of sloth information is that uh, when the sloth goes to the bathroom, it usually weighs approximately 10% of its body weight. One of those is not true. Which one is it? <laughs> All right. I'm going to see if we get feedback from that. Oh, we're getting lots of... Uh, getting lots okay. of, of stuff here. i have my humpback whale okay go for Are it we ready yeah um so you can see humpback whales from california beaches um humpback whales are actually fish and they are really big okay now now meg meg and i think scott and kevin are all saying that the middle thing i said well, that's a good idea to say a b or c is the untrue one and you guys are dead on that is correct uh that is not accurate i think i don't even know sloths i think have one or two babies at a time yeah but the other two things are absolutely 100 percent true so what is yours now a is humpback whales are fish no. no a is humpback whales you can see them from california beaches okay um b is they are actually fish and c is they are really big <laughs> <laughs> the Gaylers, hello Gaylers. They say one baby. That sounds that sounds more much more accurate than what I said. 
Uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> they uh, Scott is saying B on the humpback whale, that they are not fish, as you say. And then Kevin says whales are mammals. Whales are mammals. Whales are mammals. Yes, whales so are that, mammals. That is correct. That is correct. All right. Do you ready for the iguana or do you want me no, to? No, no, You have one. Where was it? You had a Portuguese man of war somewhere. There's also a box jellyfish. Oh, okay. Okay. You want me to do the box jellyfish? Yeah, because I'm still writing my, my iguana notes. <laughs> All right. Here's your box jellyfish information. Uh, approximately 50 people die from box jellyfish things every year. That's A. B is box jellyfish are not actually true jellyfish. That's B. And uh, C is box jellyfish. They're, um... oh crap, that's going to give it away. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not, maybe not, maybe not. Um, box jellyfish do not exist in the Caribbean. That is C. So which one for the box jellyfish is actually wrong? Which one is wrong for the box jellyfish? A was the uh, number of people that are killed. B was that they're not actually jellyfish. And C is that they do not exist in the Caribbean. Oh, crap. What? I messed up. Did you make a mistake? I did. I made two falses and a true. <laughs> I made two falses and a true. You guys got me on that one. You forgot a zero. But which one is true? Which one is true? <laughs> Let's see if we got any yeah. any feedback. Box jellyfish C. Oh, my, my comments went weird. The Gaylor C. I think everybody's saying C. Um, what did Kim say? Actually, 500 people die each year. Uh, so the true one is that they are not actually jellyfish. The number of fatalities a year is, is very, very low, um, much lower than 50. And they do occur in the Caribbean, but not the same species that is known for killing people in Australia. I've seen them in Grand Cayman, actually. All right. Okay. Cruising scene got the A and C. All right. Good job. It's hard to keep track of what's going on here. Okay. Oh, Kevin said you, I was joking about the 500 people. <laughs> I figured you were, Kevin. All right, go ahead. What What's next? All right, so I have the iguana. So iguanas are omnivores. Okay, omnivores, A. A. Um, they, uh, specifically green iguanas are invasive in Florida. Okay, that's B. And um, C, iguanas kill approximately 600 babies every decade. Human babies? Yes. Oh, Wow, that's that's brutal. <laughs> All right, so give us your answer for iguanas. <laughs> Meg, if there were only a podcast to teach me about these these creatures. Why is it? I'm pressing Meg's comment and it's putting up. There we go. My my iPad's freaking out on me right now. C, 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 C. Everybody's saying C. I'm not very good at this. C. <laughs> I mean, that's a, okay. I've got Portuguese man of war. All right, so here are your three Portuguese man-of-war facts. But one of them is not a fact. I'll see if I can do this correctly this time. A, Portuguese man-of-war are not actually jellyfish. B, Portuguese man-of-war are not even one animal. They're a bunch of animals living together as one animal, like that 
old robot thing that used to be on TV. Can't think of the name of it right now. Or C, uh, Portuguese man of war are not found in Florida. I made that one really easy, I think. I think I made that one too easy. Let's see. Iguana is C. Everybody's saying C for iguana. A and B were too specific. Specific had to be C. Yeah, I, I know. What about those Man of War ones, though? It's tricky coming up with these on the fly. I know. It? It's hard That's to do. What? Whose idea was that? Yours. <laughs> Gaylor say B. I think they're talking about the Man of War one. Which B, let's see, A was they're, they're not jellyfish. B, they're actually a bunch of animals living together as one. And C is that they are not found in uh, uh, in Florida. And then we got Mike Lovelace in here. Hey, Mike, what's going on, buddy? Um, I don't see anybody else answering the Portuguese man of war one here. But, uh, oh, oh, yeah, I do. I'm just, okay, Transformers. <laughs> Uh, C, Portuguese Man of War, C, 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 C is correct. They are found in Florida. The other two are true. Portuguese Man of War are not jellyfish. They're not true jellies. Neither are box jellies. And they are actually colonial organisms made up of individual animals coming together as one animal, sort of. But they're they're not an individual animal living by themselves, which is really weird, but that's what they are. Okay. Let's see what else we got here. I don't even know where we're at. I have starfish. <laughs> You've got starfish. Okay. Yep. You got one. I've got one. Cool. Yep. So starfish a are actually fish. Um, B uh, to eat their stomach comes out and they grab their food and C is they are radial symmetrical. Oh, okay. Which one for the starfish? Or D, Matt is contractually obligated to say C star at work. <laughs> uh, Stacy says starfish A is the wrong answer. What was A? A is uh, starfish are actually fish. Okay, he says I mean, A. They are called starfish. Uh, Professor and Stacy and Meg all say A. Is A the correct, incorrect answer? A is the correct, incorrect answer. <laughs> they are not actually fish. Not actually fish. They are a star shape. They're not an actual star either. We, we can't say jellyfish. We say uh, jellies or sea jellies because they're not fish. But, but my thing is, if you don't know that a jellyfish and a starfish aren't fish, we probably need to go a little bit further back in your science education <laughs> than just that. Um, the one that's really weird is the, is the horseshoe crab, which is not a horseshoe or a crab or even a crustacean. So not even in the same um, class of animals as crabs and lobsters and all that stuff. All right. Okay, so you have a sea cucumber oh, okay. and a dolphin. Oh, a sea cucumber and a I dolphin. I get a break. <laughs> I'm not nearly as good at this. Okay. I'm not good at thinking on the fly. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Sea cucumber. We are going to say, um, A, the sea cucumber's closest relatives are things like jellyfish and coral. 
B, the sea cucumber is uh, an animal. And C, the sea cucumber is able to um, puke all of its guts out as a defense mechanism. So there, there's your choices, A, B, and C. A, they're related to jellyfish and coral. B, um, what did I say B was? They are not an animal. I and you said they are an animal. Did I? Yeah. Are you sure? I am positive. Oh, okay. No, you're right. You're right. I did say that. <laughs> they are an animal. And C, <laughs> I don't know if I'm giving it away by that or not, actually. And C, they're able to puke their guts out as a defense mechanism. Let's see. Mm. Meg says, hmm. Mm. Uh, cruising scene says, C. Uh, let's see. Stacy says, C. <laughs> Sean says, Matt, timing. I know. Um, uh, Meg says, B. Meg says, you said they were. I did. I did. That's what I meant to say. Kevin says, B. Professor Travel says, um, B. And the Gaylers say B. Uh, turns out it's actually A is the incorrect one. They are animals. So I did mean to say they are animals. Um, they, they're animals. Sorry, this elephant man moment. Um, they are not related to jellyfish and corals. That is a phylum called Midaria. And they are in the phylum Echinodermata, which is a star. Echinodermata. There you go. Which is a starfish and sea urchins and sea cucumbers they do have the ability to vomit up their internal organs as a defense which is why they can be absolutely deadly in a home aquarium if they get stressed out they can foul the water and kill everything if you're not careful all right you have dolphin i have dolphin dolphin okay dolphin all right um let me think about this for a second uh I'm I'm working on I have sea anemone, so I'm oh. working on that. No enemy of wait, what was it? What did you used to say? Any enemy of my anemone is an enemy of mine. That used to play in the one section of the aquarium. Okay. All the time. Not while I was there. <laughs> um, okay, dolphins. Let's see. All right. Um three things about dolphins. Okay. A, um, dolphins actually sleep by shutting off half of their brain so they can keep going to the surface and breathing. Uh, B, dolphins are um, very friendly in human care and are, are always very kind to um, the humans that interact with them. And C, uh, there is a fish that is called a dolphin that is different than the one that I'm assuming you were referring to. There you go. There's A, B, and C. <laughs> what do we think? What do you think? I should write these down as I'm saying them so I remember what I said. Yeah, like I'm doing. A was they shut off half their brain. B was they're always really friendly to humans. And C was that they um, there's a fish called the dolphin that sometimes is, is referred to as a dolphin, but not the same one that I'm assuming was mentioned here. Dolphin B, B, B. It looks like, oh, we got A and a B. It turns out B is the incorrect answer. Dolphins are notorious for being buttholes. 
continuing care. Um, ask anyone who's worked with dolphins and they will tell you that the, the whole flipper vibe, not all that accurate. <laughs> they will try and have sex with you. They will try and bite you. They will do all sorts of things to you. <laughs> I, I, that's what I've heard anyway. <laughs> all right. You got another one. I've got sea anemone. Sea anemone. All right. So a sea anemones have stinging cells called pneumatocysts. And depending on how strong it is, if you touch them, it feels sticky. Um, sea anemones are related to jellyfish. That is B and C um they once they plant themselves on the ground they never move they are stationary those are those are good ones that was that was well done i know much much better than my other ones i mean i know which one is wrong but that's that that's those are all those all sound legit to me those all sound legit yeah that's good job i think that's the best i think that's the best we've done as far as like to me i mean but i guess i have some knowledge of what we're doing so, but yeah, to me, if I was like, I feel like if I was in the audience, that would be the one that I'd be like, huh, I'm not sure about that one. I know which one it is. And it looks like, um, it looks like some other people might too. Let's see. It looks like, is that Dan saying B? Gaylor mm-hmm. saying C, C anemone B from Stacy. Kevin says C and Meg says hmm, C. Which one is the false answer? The false answer is that they never move they're stationary that is not true they can move they can boogie on down they're yes. not they're not the fastest creatures no they're not the but they can yeah. yeah yeah okay all uh, right matt so if you want to do another one you can but we are getting to our hour all right i'll do one more and i know it's already been said by scott thank you scott uh this is a good one for me scott because i don't know a lot about this animal what is it it's the hagfish oh, okay it's the hagfish. All right. So let me think about this for a second. Um, okay. All right. Three facts about the hagfish. A. No, this is A, right? A. Hagfish are mildly venomous. B. Hagfish do not have a skeleton made out of bone. Or C. Hagfish are in a group of fish called jawless fish. Which one of those is correct? Do you know which one is is incorrect? Sorry, which one of those is incorrect? One of those is incorrect. I promise only one is incorrect. I don't even know what a hagfish is. So I can't answer that. This may may be telling, but do you remember um, the Sarlacc in Return of the Jedi that ate Boba Fett? That thing in the sand? No. Okay. She needs to watch Star Wars again, apparently. But uh, just let me look at it, and then I'll be able to. That you just typed "hag dish." <laughs> she just googled "hag dish." What were your three options? Uh, a mildly venomous. B don't have a skeleton made out of bone, and C they are in the jawless fish group. Okay, I know my answer. What's your answer? My answer would be um, skeleton made out of bone. That they don't have a skeleton made out of bone? You think they do? All right. Well, let's see. Kevin might have said C. I'm not sure if some of these are for... Oh, no. Kevin says B. Uh, Meg says C. Gaylor say never heard of a hagfish. Hagfish B. Actually, A. 
is the incorrect answer. They are cartilage. Well, they're kind of like cartilaginous fish. They don't have a skeletal system made of bone. I don't think. That was B. Yeah. Oh. I said that they don't have a skeleton made of bone. Got so it. That was correct. They are jawless fish, and they're the other non-bony fish group. And um, and they're not mildly venomous. But they look like they look like something from your nightmare. Just Google hagfish. Yeah, they don't look pleasant. <laughs> they're like the Sarlacc in oh. Star Wars, only they're just like like with a eel body. And <laughs> or Google hag dish and see what comes up. You'll probably that's what I, did. I think it auto-corrected. It did. For... <laughs> it auto-corrected for me. Come here, Reno. All right. Well, you know what? It is time to wrap this up because it is 9:56. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I had a lot of fun. This was tough though. I don't know. We should try this challenge again sometime. This is hard. It was very difficult. Here, <laughs> Hopefully, we didn't screw up too bad. Um, I probably <laughs> did, but. Let's go ahead and take the credits down so then we can get to the end and then we can go to hang out down to cruisers. All right. Well, on that <laughs> note, it's time to head for the horizon. And until next time, seize the day. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Look at the camera. Look. Look at the camera. Look, it's Reno. <laughs> and he's he's got a haircut. Yes, Meg, thank you. Go check out the Downer Cruisers. They will be on in three minutes. And we're going to try and head over there for a little bit. Uh, thank you, Gaylers. We appreciate that. Uh, and hello to Kimber's mom, Tammy. Hello. Yes, hello, mother. Hello. Yes, yeah, so it's look at that. Hi, hey Reno. It's <laughs> Reno. Reno time. He hasn't made an appearance the last couple of weeks. He's been like behaving. <laughs> yes, but we had him sheared. You've been sheared. You smell my rum breath. Hey, I know what we can talk like about at this end. Yeah. Thing. Yes. What, are, what are we doing tomorrow? Oh yeah, we didn't even mention that. No. Here, let me uh, let me just give a hint of what we're doing tomorrow. I, I won't take too much Reno time. We'll take that off of there. But we are going to Iguana Land. Iguana Land. That's Wayne's World. I don't know why I did that. Iguana Land, yes, which we've been to before, but they are having their official ribbon cutting tomorrow. And we're heading down there. It's around Fort Myers, a little bit north of Fort Myers. And we're going to hang out with all the lizards and turtles. And there's a couple snakes, but not very many. They have a jungle carpet python. They do. Which we they didn't do. see last time because it was hiding. Yeah. Last time we were there, it was kind of chilly. So this time it should be nice and toasty. We saw a lot, though, last time. But hopefully we'll see even more this time. Yeah. It'll be fun. Also, happy Friday the 13th. And uh, by the way, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, I'm wearing my, my Evil Dead the Musical shirt. One of my favorite movies, and I do like the musical as well. But... Um, because there's a video game, new video game just came out for the Evil Dead. So I had to I had to celebrate, you know, and say Groovy. 
Kimber has never seen the movies. So um, I told her that uh, she's going to have to watch the movies. Otherwise the video game is not really going to make a lot of sense to her. If... I mean, while you play that, I can go play something else. You can, but it'd be fun if you played. I know, um, but I also want to play ESO with Viviana. Yeah, okay. Well, there's that too. There's that too. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anything else you got? Um, Reno's giving you a look. He wants my rum. Do you want my rum? You still have rum? I have a little bit. You made big life mistakes then. Mine is gone. Well, mine's almost gone. I have not seen Doctor Strange 2 yet. But I am a big fan of Benedict Cumberbatch. Whoops. Yes, I, I very much like Benedict Cumberbatch. So, um, but I have not. 